0: Let us say from our study today, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Let us see how we can excel through the excellence of God. Yes, friends, that's coming up from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned.
1: Hi,
0: this is Jay
1: Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the land.
0: Well, greetings to all of you. It is so good to have you with us. We are thankful for each and every listener of the International Gospel Hour radio broadcast. A very special thank you to our Jay Webb for his introduction, and also you'll hear from Jay throughout our broadcast as he will share with you some free study material that will help you in your study of the Word of God. Again, we are honored that you have chosen to be with us. We appreciate the good words that come from so many of our listeners and your encouragement and your support. I want to remind you that everything that we offer from the International Gospel Hour is absolutely free. We will not call upon you, our listening audience, to contribute money to our work. We appreciate your interest in the things that be of God, and all that we share on our broadcast is absolutely free. So wherever you are listening to us today, thank you for tuning in. Please make it a habit and let's embrace the study of Psalm 8 today. Let's consider the 8th Psalm. I mentioned verse 1 moments ago. O oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens. I want to stop right there with the reading. Have you ever heard that in a hymn all the different parts that blend in the glory and the greatness of our God. How beautiful it is. Let's continue with verse 2. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants you have ordained strength because of your enemies, that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your heavens the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained... What is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, even the beast of the field, the birds of the air, and the fish of the sea that pass through the paths of the sea." O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Now, as we begin with verse 1, conclude with verse 9, this psalm is considered a call to worship. And as one's worship to God is offered... Let us be reminded of John 4 and verse 24 when Jesus said, God is spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now what's interesting is the word spirit in the verse. Spirit, the first, God is spirit, that means that God is a spiritual being. And that man must worship Him in spirit. Now that's a lowercase s, which means the right attitude. We approach God. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is Your name in all the earth, who have set Your glory above the heavens. We now set the tone. This is the one to whom we are going to worship. This is the one to whom we offer our worship. And not only in spirit, but in truth. Which means, God has always instructed to man what he expects of man in his worship. You see, worship is not something that we do among ourselves for our glory. God is the audience. When we honor him and worship him in spirit and in truth to his glory... He will see to it that we are filled with the beauty of worship and to walk away as one who has worshipped God but who will serve Him. Now, in this psalm, Psalm 8, a writer by the name of Phillips thinks this praise was written after David conquered Goliath. You see, the description in the psalm as it begins, a little small note in many Bibles mentions Gitteth. Now, no one knows the meaning of that word. Some think it may be associated with Gath, which was a chief city of the Philistines. And with that being said, then maybe Mr. Phillips is on to something. Now, Gitteth could also refer to an instrument that was produced in the city of Gath. And it's interesting, there are a number of thoughts and suggestions about Gitteth, and there's no need to bog it down in this discussion It's also mentioned in Psalm 81 and Psalm 84. Now, Psalm 81 could allude to conquering Goliath. Asaph, the writer, mentions the enemies of God. However, Psalm 84 does not mention this, but rather it notes the beauty of praise. Now friends, I'm just sharing these things with you because what it does, it prompts us to look a little deeper at what a possible meaning of the psalm is. It praises God, but when you see that description mentions Gitteth, you are prompted as a Bible student to want to know more. Now, regardless whether David is conquering Goliath and he's praising God because of that, and he's praising God's greatness that delivered him, or whether it is referring to, uh, the, the instrument that is produced in Gath, it could be that this is something that, uh, of a praise, an idea of praise or thought. Friends, I'm just throwing some things out there because as a Bible student, When you're studying the text and you look back at some history behind the text or you see something of interest, it prompts you to think, it prompts you to look, and when you see a part in a text, it pops out a little more. Robert R. Taylor in his book, Studies in Psalms, page 19, mentions Edmund Jacob who called Psalm 8 Genesis 1 set to music and the best commentary on Genesis 1. I love that thought. When one takes the superior God and comes to Him as an inferior soul, how excellent God is and how excellent one will become. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is Your name in all the earth, who have set Your glory above the heavens. Let's continue our study, but first we're going to pause for a word from our J-Webb. We
1: at International Gospel Hour are honored to offer the Gospel Gleaner, a free publication. For over 30 years, the Gospel Gleaner has presented sound biblical studies, published quarterly four times a year. Again, subscriptions are always free. Just go to gospelgleaner.com and sign up for either the mail or email version. Be sure to post in the comments like you heard it from the International Gospel Hour. Now, let's continue our
0: studies. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens. From verse 2 of Psalm 8, let's look at an excellent strength. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants you have ordained strength. How about Matthew eleven twenty five when Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. Now, this is interesting. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants you have ordained strength. And he says unto the Father, You have presented this, have revealed it to babes. In other words, a babe will be receptive. There is a need there. Let's continue this thought in Matthew 21, verses 15 and 16. But when the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying out into the temple and saying, Hosanna to the Son of David, they were indignant. And said to him, Do you hear what these are saying? And Jesus said to them, Yes. Have you never read, Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants you have perfected praise? Now, that's interesting ordained strength or perfected praise is not a contradiction. You've ordained strength. You have brought forth your power out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants. You see how they respond. That is perfected praise, how we respond to the excellent strength of God. You know, the book of Psalms is quoted in the New Testament 116 times more than any other Old Testament book. And with Jesus quoting from the Psalms, this is God quoting from His own word, if you will. This is a powerful point toward inspiration. In 2 Timothy three: sixteen and seventeen, all Scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete or perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Here is Jesus quoting from the Psalms consistently, and the Bible with no contradictions within. Now, the latter part of verse two, because of your enemies that you may silence the enemy and the avenger, well, that may support the thought of David defeating Goliath. Psalm 56.9, When I cry out to you, then my enemies will turn back. This I know because God is for me. When we bring all this together from verse 2, the Lord is excellent as His strength is great above all. And that is a strength that is available unto everyone, friends, if we will but rely on Him. Psalm forty-six one reminds us that God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. The Lord is excellent because of His strength that is available unto us. When we are weak, we become strong. Was that not Paul's conclusion in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 7 through 10? That when God granted unto him the grace that he needed to overcome or to deal with that thorn in the flesh, Paul said, when I am weak, then am I strong. It's when we come down to our weakest point, dear friends, that we have no one else to whom we can turn other than God Almighty, who has the excellent strength that he provides. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Now verse 3, let's move from an excellent strength and see an excellent structure, his creation. Back to verse 3, the psalmist considers the heavens, the work of God's fingers, the moon and the stars which he had ordained the sheep and oxen, the beast of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and how the works of His hands created all, verse 6. In Psalm 33, 8 and 9, Let all the earth fear the Lord, let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of Him, for He spake, and it was done, He commanded, and it stood fast. Oh, how about Psalm 19, and verse 1, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows His handiwork. The psalmist continued these thoughts in Psalm 104. Throughout Psalm 104, we find him speaking of the creation of God, especially in verse 1. And then two sections, verses 5-18 and verses 20-32. It is His creation, an excellent structure, what He created and what He did the power of His creation, not an evolutionary existence. Not by evolution were we brought forth, dear friends. Not by a Big Bang theory that seems to be the popular choice, but it's not the accurate choice. Dear friends, when we look at the world, we look at the creation of man, we look at all of these things, dear friends, we are reminded the beauty of God's creation, of His excellent strength that brought forth an excellent structure, the work of His fingers, all that is therein. And dear friends, what a beautiful thought to see. When we think about the creation and how even Paul in Romans 1 would speak of how we can look and see his creation and know that there is a God. Dear friends, when we take a look at something as simple as a laptop computer or maybe even an iPhone or a smartphone, we realize that that just did not happen due to a tornado going through a parts department at a technical store. We realize that that had to be carefully made and taken care of and addressed where there is something created we know there is a creator and as we look at the wonderful creation of god we place our trust and faith oh lord our lord how excellent is your name in all the earth let's continue with verses four and five an excellent savior let's talk about his salvation You see, the question is asked, What is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. We see that being said about the Christ. But let's think about how God indeed was mindful of man. He's mindful of man when he created man. For in Genesis 1:26 and 27 he created man in his own image. And when we take a look at the wonderful creation and how we are fearfully and wonderfully made Psalm 139:14 are we not astounded in the realm of science or anatomy and physiology of the creation of man? My friend Ronnie Kidd penned a book about David it's titled Stand Up, Face Up, Look Up, Lessons from David, A Man After God's Own Heart. It is a, an amazing read. And for illustration of importance, Ronnie mentions about the physical organ, the heart. Here's what he said. Pages 23 and 24 of his book, Ronnie writes, It is linked by 100,000 miles of blood vessels. It weighs less than a pound. It beats approximately 70 times per minute, 100,000 beats per day, 5 quarts of blood per minute. Now, dear friends, think about our other organs within our body and how, oh, yes, indeed, friends, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. To consider how the heart pumps forth the blood that goes throughout our entire body. And we're even reminded in Leviticus 17 and verse 11 that the life is in the blood. I have a very good brother in Christ by the name of Robbie Eversol. And Robbie, many of you may have heard Robbie preach. And I remember Robbie went through some bypass surgery. But not long after that, he just wasn't feeling well. And they had to go back in and found a problem and had to stent him In other words, they placed the stent into an artery that needed attention. And I remember him telling me how much better immediately that he had felt, that he had felt tired and run down, and how he had felt better. I'm sure a lot of you have probably endured that same type of procedure. That's how important the heart is. Now, when we think about the heart of man, that is where the life is. Now, when we look at Psalm 8, Psalm 8 is referred to as a Messianic psalm because it speaks a prophecy of the Messiah, the Christ, and verses 4 and 5 are noted, even going into verses 6 through 8, as we'll see in a moment. But the writer of the book of Hebrews applied verses 4 and 5 of Psalm 8 to Jesus Christ, in Hebrews 2, verses 5-9. This is not surprising, dear friends. The same one that inspired the writing of Psalm 8 inspired the writing of Hebrews. Listen to Hebrews 2, 5 5-9. For he has not put the world to come, of which we speak in subjection to angels. But one testified in a certain place, saying, What is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you take care of him? You have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor and sent him over the works of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. Did you catch that? Yes, friends, that's from Psalm 8. Now listen to the conclusion of verse 8 of Hebrews 2. For in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not see or do not yet see all things put under Him. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that He, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. Dear friends, how thankful we are for the Christ, the excellent Savior, His salvation. And dear friends, when we see Jesus, the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. How thankful that we are that we can have the victory in Jesus Christ. This is a great opportunity for me to pause, allow our j Webb to come back, You know, the free publication of the Gospel Gleaner, well, you can reach out to them, and they'll gladly send that to you. We have a free study from us. Our Victory in Jesus study is a popular study. Maybe you have received it, but if you haven't, here's your opportunity to receive your free study, Victory in Jesus. Here's our J-Web with the details. We appreciate you and your desire to know
1: more about Christ. Our free study, titled Victory in Jesus, is available in a wonderful study booklet. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Victory Study. You may also go to our website at InternationalGospelHour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Victory Study in the message box. We appreciate our listeners and your interest in the things of Christ. And now, let's return to Jeff.
0: Now, dear friends, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth! Let's talk about His excellent supremacy, His protection. From verses 6-8, through You have made Him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under His feet. And then all sheep and oxen, even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, that pass through the paths of the seas. Let's talk about this for a moment. Dominion. Wow. All things under His feet. In First Corinthians fifteen twenty five speaks of Christ, for He must reign till He has put all enemies under His feet. Verse twenty seven of First Corinthians fifteen, for He has put all things under His feet. But when He says all things are put under Him, it is evident that He who put all things under Him is accepted. How about Ephesians one twenty two, and He put all things under His feet and gave Him to be head over all things to the church which is His body. The fullness of Him that fills all in all. Yes, dear friends, Jesus Christ is the only head of the church. His church. His body. In Ephesians, or rather Hebrews 2 and verse 8, we once again refer to the text, You have put all things in subjection under His feet. For in that He put all in subjection under Him, He left nothing that is not put under Him. But now we do not see or do not yet see all things put under Him. You know, when we think about Psalm 46, He is our refuge and strength and a very present help in trouble. We have to embrace the excellent supremacy of Christ, His protection upon us, that God has placed Him over all things, and how thankful we are we can cast our sin upon Him. Listen to another text of His protection in the New Testament, Romans 8:35 39 Who shall separate us from the love of Christ Christ? For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. What a wonderful thought of protection. Let me give you another scientific thought that supports the Bible and how the Bible supports science. We have to note this from Psalm 8 and verse 7, or rather verse 8, the paths of the sea. It was Matthew Fontaine Murray in 18, uh, he lived rather from 1806 to 1873. He was once confined to his bed and asked his son to read to him from the Bible. His son read Psalm 8 and when he read verse 8, Mr. Murray caught the phrase paths of the sea. When he was well, he investigated and he is credited, and he is credited rather, with discovering the currents and the paths of the sea. There is a monument in his home state of Virginia with Psalm 8 and verse 8 on its base. Now when you think about it, he learned from the Bible there were paths of the sea. And then he, if you will, discovered the currents and the paths of the sea that are used this day to guide ships. Absolutely amazing, the greatness of God's excellence, His creation, His salvation through Christ and His protection, all of this for mankind. O oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is Your name in all the earth, excellent in love for mankind Romans five verses six through ten and John three sixteen, sending Jesus to die for us. Excellent in His grace that teaches us. Titus two eleven through fourteen, the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Excellent in His mercy that is extended unto us from Ephesians two one through nine, especially verse four. God who was rich in mercy and excellent in his salvation for man that man can believe this almighty god and his son jesus christ can repent of his sins as jesus commanded in luke 13:3 and can confess him before men matthew 10:32 and be baptized into jesus christ for the remission of our sins acts 2:38 Buried with him in baptism, the old man of sin is crucified, and we are raised to walk in newness of life, Romans 6, 3-6. How excellent is the name of the Lord. And thank you for being with me today on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening.
1: Thank you for listening to our broadcast today.